Hey, what's up, guys? It's Rico here, CEO of SourceWin Asia, co-host of the Made in China podcast and the host of the SourceWin Asia YouTube channel. Back with another podcast. It's been a while. It's been a minute since I've done a podcast, uh, just audio only. And uh, it's also been even longer than me and Mike have been on a podcast. So, yeah, so Mike is here. Mike, you want to say something? What's up, everybody? Long time coming. Hope everybody's doing well. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we're going to be trying to get back into the content game heavy, uh, trying to get back to consistencies. And basically, this podcast is going to be us talking about what, what we've been up to, the reason why we haven't been releasing on a consistent basis. And, uh, you know, some of our future plans, some of the stuff that we're launching, and just, I guess, life and business in general. So without further ado, cue the intro music i don't want to be a product of my environment i want my environment to be a product of me I guess let's start with uh, the elephant in the room. Since you've been gone, <laughs> what's been what's been going on? <laughs> Why have we not released the podcast in like on a consistent basis in like probably ha- over half a year? I have my own ideas, but I'm gonna let you uh, you start from you start with your theory well, first. Well, for me, quite simply, it's like as a business grows, you have to delegate. Right. So because you can't do everything. I mean, with the podcast, it's like with everything in the company, actually, it's like I did everything myself. Right. And with the podcast at the beginning, because we couldn't afford editors, we couldn't afford managers and stuff like that. I was I was editing. I was releasing. I was whatever, all writing all the descriptions and you know, promoting. And eventually we got to a stage where it's like, OK, we can afford to get editors. So I, man- I managed the editors. And that was great. And we were releasing consistently. And then I got, we got to a stage where it's like, okay, I don't have time to manage the editors. This is becoming like a full-time job. Uh, whereas I need to be thinking more big picture of the company and, and focusing on like business acquisition and, you know, the overall marketing, the overall vision of the company. But this is taking so much of my mental space and time that we're like, okay, let's, we need to hire somebody to manage the editors. And we did that. Um, did we have somebody before? Oh, well, I guess we had, we had Luke come in and he yeah, was yeah. Like, oh, yeah. And Luke was great. Luke was fantastic. Absolutely. Um, so we had, uh, Luke, the, our intern who's, you know, we had it, he's been on the podcast and the YouTube channel. And that was my, like, I guess kind of like a test for me, test run of well, what it would be like to just like outsource the management of the content to somebody else. Obviously, I'm still involved. We have weekly calls, brainstorm sessions. I still record the audio. I still record everything myself, apart from the occasions when the Lord would come down to to Manila, to BGC where I live, and like follow me around or do some sort of special video. But like everything else, I'm still involved in. I upload the content, all that stuff. So, anyways, after Luke, I was like, all right, that worked let's hire somebody on a pretty like a sort of full-time or part-time basis. And we hired somebody, we went through a couple of different candidates 
found somebody who's also based in the Philippines. And, you know, we tested two different people. And this guy in particular was like very responsive, very cool, understood sort of like the kind of content we're trying to create, what I'm interested in, like the subjects we've like, like you watch Gary V videos, all that stuff. Tim Ferriss, like he was into it. So I was like, okay, this guy's hungry. You know, like he's, he's, he's on top of his stuff. He's, he's ambitious. And then, yeah, like, I mean, we trained him and he took over and he was managing the editors and, you know, everything was gravy for probably, I would say, I want to say like eight months, maybe like eight to nine months before we start to see cracks. And then it would be like sort of up and down where it's like, okay, one month he's doing really, two months he's doing really well. Then like a month he would drop off and some excuses about like, you know, there's always like these health excuses, family issues. Like it just, every month it was like another or every other month it was like another reason. And then sometimes you just disappear. So, and then on top of that, if you add what's been going on with COVID, it's like for me when I was, re- when I was producing content and stuff like that, like for me, it was always a constant situation where I'm meeting new people, new entrepreneurs, like yeah. in, real li- in real life. Like the, when I used to go to the refined almost every day, I was meeting new people and I was like, man, this guy is really interesting. I want to interview, you know, oh, this woman's really interesting. I'd love to know more about what she does. So yeah, not- I was going to, I was going to say it, having employees or people we're working with fall off or get busy or not be able to come through with their side of the work is one thing, but yeah. you know, the transition of onboarding a new employee or, you know, replacing that that person that we had scheduled recording with became far more difficult. And, yeah. you know, I think the big thing was all the people involved with the production of our videos and podcasts, you know, we were at least to some extent meeting each other on a regular basis. And I think that's what you were about to just talk about there. You know, you and I haven't seen each other since before COVID. Yeah. Um, you know, I know we were doing some of those videos when the height of the PPE stuff was going on. And we were trying to inform people of, of, of the madness, but that was still virtual. And we still and have hours of recordings from that, from the yeah. Zoom calls. So much stuff in the vault, but, you know, not, not having that even one time where everybody could could meet up and brainstorm is, is allowed things to slip by the wayside and you know just just caused us to be a lot slower than we we hope to be but you know on the other hand it's also the way that the the business has gone and we've transitioned a lot of our business and on one one hand it was a challenge but on the other hand we had all of these new opportunities coming our way and and some larger size clients and i think all of that uh, just contributed to this new workflow and structure that didn't allow us to get on the lines and, and, and record and edit as easily as we were before. So what I was going to say is like with, with COVID as well is like, again, my routine changed completely. So like I wasn't going to places like that because the refined is obviously closed. I wasn't going to places like the refined on a regular basis. So I'm not meeting new people. And a lot of the people that I would typically interview uh, left the country. 
you know, so the time zones and all the stuff, like it just became quite difficult. So like I kind of completely stopped my normal schedule because I always tend to record on Thursdays. I tried to schedule recordings on Thursdays, whether it's video, podcast, whatever. And, and then on top of that, if you have an employee that is not pulling their weight, it's like both of those things combined. And then as Mike said, you know, the, the trajectory of the business went in a different direction. Another big thing, because this was an actual like strategic thing that we did, was towards the end of um, towards the end of 2020 or 2021, 2020, I decided that we wanted to launch a digital summit. So basically, we just I told our our content marketing guy that we're not going to be recording any new uh, content for the podcast and, and and the YouTube, but we have a bunch of recordings on the YouTube, which can be repurposed for audio. And then some of the new stuff that I was going to record for the digital summit slash uh, course could be used for, for the podcast. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, we really like, I mean, there was a lot of recordings. Like I did something like 15, 20, you know, one to two hour long videos, interviews and stuff like that. And scheduling this with people in different countries, <laughs> scheduling those interviews with different people in different countries and like organizing that content and their presentations and making everything look uniform and all that stuff like that took a long time and you essentially like launching a new business so you know and then on top of that I wanted to make it different so I was because I mean these are like 30-40 minute presentations plus a Q&A so it was like I wanted to have something in between that made it gave more levity to the situation. So I wanted to record these intros and outros that would be funny or like just interesting or weird even. Uh, so, I mean, that's, so now think about it, 15 plus different interviews plus Q and A. So you're talking about 30 plus videos. I have to record an intro and an outro for each one. So that's times two. So like basically 60 plus videos I had to record and it was not videos I'm just recording at home or in an office this was like we're going outside on location shooting maybe even multiple takes it took us like three days three days to record that stuff over the course of multiple months and the whole day like I'm talking about like seven o'clock in the morning till you know uh, sunset so yeah it was a lot of work man and then of course afterwards the edits come in and you have to review everything and all that stuff so that's that's a big part of the reason why we stopped consistently releasing at the end of 2020 and then the website uh, for that for the digital summit also took a very long time to get off the ground because of some technical issues and things like that so yeah we kind of lost the routine at that stage but I think a big part of it as well was the employee and I have to take responsibility for that because at the end of the day, Buck stops with me. I should have probably fired him uh, much earlier. Uh, just uh, I, I like the guy and he had done so well initially. We could bounce ideas off of each other. You know, it was like he understood what we were trying to do and what, what I wanted to do and things like that. It's just the execution was not there. I think for this episode, we should have the little skip intro button like uh, like Netflix does. And it could just cut right <laughs> to you saying that Buck stops with me. It was my fault. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much why I would say like we haven't been releasing on a regular basis. But right now, you know, we went through a couple of different people and just like on, on a trial basis, and we seem to have found, ironically, one of my friends who I usually don't want to hire friends, but you know she's so reliable. She's been reliable for four years in different ways, so you know either she's gonna work with us long term or she's gonna you know work with us short term and find somebody else to and train that person and stuff like that but she also wants to learn about the business and everything she wants to learn about like uh, how we run the company and and all that stuff so so she's super keen i had a sales call a few months back and this has happened a few times since we stopped recording and Oh, the, the woman that I was talking to on the call, she started going into, oh, yeah, I listened to Source Foundation's podcast, and she's talking about all the content. And then, you know, I was like, hey, you know, I'm Mike. And she goes, yeah, I, I know. We booked the call. And I go, no, like, I'm, you know, China Mike. China Mike. Podcast. Yeah. yeah. And and she was like, oh, my goodness. I've listened <laughs> to all your stuff. And it was just so funny to me because I never, you know, I just think of these as a conversation between between me and you. And that that was the first spark. I was like, oh, there's some people who have listened to our stuff. We got to get back to the back on the horse and start. Releasing oh, I mean, I get things, man. I get I get messages all the time like, oh, it's been a while. What's going on? Like uh, comments on YouTube where people are just like, yo, you know, it's been a while. Like. <laughs> So I get I get direct messages, I get emails, and then there's also the YouTube comments where people are asking like what's what's going on with the content. Interesting as well, just a side, complete random side note. I was going through the YouTube comments yesterday because I was uh, training the the new content marketing manager, and uh, it was interesting because it's like I was going through all the comments, it's mostly positive, just you know, great. Oh my god, amazing content! Love this, love that, and then like some of the I don't mind criticism. I don't mind feedback in that way because there were some people that would actually give us legit criticism and be like, hey, I think you could do this, this, and that better. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. Like, I can learn from that. But like some people were just like, weird bag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know the leather bag that your sister makes, right? Oh, oh they were commenting on the actual bag? Yeah, on the actual bag. I was like, this has nothing to do with anything. Like, it's <laughs> hilarious. The weird bag, bro. It's like, what? I was like, everybody loves that bag. Like, whenever I walk around in that bag, everyone's like, yo, like, you know, where did you get that bag? Like, oh, all this stuff. <laughs> those socks don't go with those shoes, fam. <laughs> I was like, that's what you came to this video for? You came to mm-hmm. criticize my bag choice? <laughs> Isn't this a some fucking some, factory floor some, situation? Yeah. I mean, some people, that's that's what they do. Obviously, you have online trolls, you know, instigators who are just there for the yeah. drama. But some people, they they live for that, man. They live yeah. for, for just talking down to people. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for listening to this episode of the Main Cheddar Podcast. If you want to reach out to us, that's podcast at com. If you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched, that's sourcefinancial.com slash madeinchina. And be sure to also check out our YouTube channel, Source Asia. All one word. Cheers. Uh,
to the memory of Dan Roy Henry. Too much enemy fire to catch a friend. Straight from the same shade, nigga, we on the same team. Giving you respect, I expect the same thing. All black everything, nigga, you know my fresh coat. My fight for you, don't increase my stress though. Niggas watching the throne, very happy to be you. Power to the people, when you see me, see you. And I'm from the murder capital, where they murder for capital. Heard about at least three killings this afternoon Looking at the news like them, I was just with them after school No shop class, but had the school, got a tool And a I could die any day type attitude Plus his little brother got shot repping his avenue It's time for us to stop and redefine black power 41 souls murdered in 50 hours The papery murder Black on black murder The papery murder Black on black murder Genocide. Cause I can still hear his mama cries Know the family traumatized Shots left holes in his face About piranha size The old pastor closed the cold passing And said the church ain't got enough room For all the tombs It's a war going on outside When you ain't safe from I feel the pain in my city wherever I go 314 soldiers died in Iraq 509 died in Chicago I arrived on the day Fred Hampton died Uh, real niggas smoke the fly Here December 21, I'm supposed to die So I'm out here celebrating my post-demise If you put crabs in a barrel to ensure your survival You gon' end up pulling down niggas that look just like you What up, blood? What up, cuz? It's all black I love us The papery murder Black on black murder The papery murder Black on black murder Celebration of black excellence, black tie, black Maybachs, huh? Yeah, uh, black excellence, opulence, decadence, Texas next to the president, a president I dress in dress, and other boutique stores and patties, and sheepskin coats, I silence the glam. Do you know who I am, Gladys? No cheap cologne, whenever I sh. Success never smells so sweet. I stink of success. The new black elite. They say my black car bear the mark of the beast. I repeat, my religion is to be. My verse is like church. My Jesus peace. Now please, Domino, Domino. Only spot a few blacks the higher I go. Uh, what's up, well? Uh, shout out the O. Uh, that ain't enough. We gonna need a million more. Uh, Kicking the door. When it's nowhere to go So we won't take the time out Till we reach the T.O.P For parolees, the whole G's So keys, low keys We like the promised land of the OG's In the past, if you picture events Like a black tie What's the last thing you expect to see? Black guys What's the life expectancy? Black guys The system's working effectively That's why I be a real man Take care of your son Every problem you had before this day is now done New crib Watch a movie, cause ain't nothing on the news but the blues. Hit the mall, pick up some Gucci. There ain't nothing new but your shoes. Sunday morning, praise the Lord. You the girl that Jesus has been saving me for. So let's savor this moment and take it to the floor. Black excellence, 
truly yours.